0: Welcome back to another episode of Sitting Ringside. As always, you have me, Robert Via, CEO of FightBook MMA, and our co-host, Arlo Jumper. <laughs> did, you just, did you just forget my name? Did you just no, I thought you, you <laughs> <laughs> Arlo Jumper, the the OG of Sitting Ringside. You just you just went blank. Did Did you have another
1: senior moment live on camera? No, your
0: your camera <laughs> went black. No, it didn't. I was watching it. Well, on my end, it did. That, that was your eyesight. That's <laughs> like <said>, cataracts.
1: That's <laughs> like cataracts just blurted up your vision. He said, "Man, <laughs> like all of a sudden, like it, it looked like you just saw Chris Angel or fucking Magic Show." You were, you went like this. You said, "This is Roberto Villa, and." <laughs> like, like, you saw ghosts, man. We need to, we we about to redo this whole entrance. <laughs> it's too early for senior moments, Mario. It's too early. <laughs> <laughs> <Asshole>. <laughs> you act like Grandpa Simpson over there. <laughs> That, that means this is going to be a great show. It's already here. It to start
0: it. Then you started it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and to make everything happen, we have our VP of Fightbook MMA, Rudy Lara. Thank you so much for everything, brother. Yo, yo. So before we start this show, uh, we're going to do a 10 count uh, in memory of the three fighters, the three boxers that passed away. Um, So uh, we're just going to let Rudy hit the video so we can start that uh, 10 count. Well, this week, man, some tragic news um, You know, we had the two fighters that passed this, this, uh, this week And then last week we had uh, um, Pernell Whitaker that passed away You yep. know, these three fighters, man, they were pretty young, you know Pernell, 55, tragic yep. the way he passed away, man He got hit by a car I mean, that's just the worst The, the, yeah. the worst possible way that you can pass away and then we have uh, Dadashev that uh, and Santiago. They both passed away at the hospital, yep, uh, right after their fight.
1: <clears throat> and you know that's
0: uh, it's
1: it's, it's uh, with 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 the Dadashev. His is Buddy McGirt stopped the fight. Yeah, but but Buddy did what he was supposed to do. I mean, he he wasn't. And he didn't look rough. Like, his face wasn't messed up, really. You know, he didn't look like that dude that took a lot of punishment. But what I was telling my buddy, my buddy was telling me, he's like, oh, well, he. I've seen worse beatings. Said, it, ain't, it ain't about the beating. You know, when, when you dip down to those guys that are making those low, low, low weight classes, and, and Berto, you're in the health field. <clears throat> you know this part. That as those guys start dry, they have a harder, as they get a little, you know, upper 20s, and bodies maturing more, they uh, can't cut down to that weight class no more. And as, and as he's drying out, as he's drying out to make weight, he ends up your body starts pulling fluid from your organs, from mm-hmm. the fluid from your brain because it's trying mm-hmm. to hydrate the rest of that body. It's all it's doing is trying to figure out what it needs to do. And that's how you end up with some of these tragic events. Now, the other one how'd you pronounce his last name? It starts oh, sorry, yeah, his his I don't know he went twelve rounds, took the beating, and I mean his face was pretty bloody at the end of the match yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, his was horrible, man his was his i mean they're both horrible, but he, he's going down in the middle of that when they're judging when they're making the decision, you know they're holding them up, you right know. There. Um...
0: I think the commission and the coaches, they they were wrong in, in doing that for letting Santillán stand there for the results, knowing the way yep. he was, uh, you know, the way he was, you know, acting um, in his corner, barely can get up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think at that point where he was sitting in the corner and pretty much passing out, they should have just right away took him out to a stretcher and straight yep. to the hospital. That window of those, the, uh, of that, that the time that he stood up from the corner, standing Uh-oh. right there while barely standing, waiting for the results, those five, six minutes were precious, bro, because the doctors could have had those extra six, seven minutes to save that guy's life.
1: Yep, absolutely,
0: absolutely.
1: No, I agree with you hundred percent on that one. And like I said, with the Buddy McGirt one, I mean, like I said, Buddy did the right thing. It's it's a hard thing, and you know it. And, and you can't you can't fault one for the other. I mean, I you know we can sit here and say this, say that about the fighters wanting to fight. That's what we that's what we want to do. Fighters want to fight. And Buddy did what he was supposed to do. I always tell people there's three people that's in a fight that's supposed to look out for that fighter. The ref, the trainer, and the commission. Those Mm -hmm. are the only three people that can stop a fight outside of the fighter. And so Buddy Buddy did what he was supposed to do. Buddy's done that quite a few times for Arturo Gotti. He knows what to recognize when people are hurt unfortunate event that as the guy was walking back to the locker room he collapsed and you know never woke back up. Now the other guy on Saturday night, I mean he 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 was still active in his fight. Even though he was taking shots, he was still fighting. Yeah. So I mean it's 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 a hard one to say, man, it's a close fight, do I call it? I mean, it's just a serious, serious, unfortunate events, man.
0: You know, like the the whole weight cutting, you know, like you said, it drains your body, the the body starts looking for fluids anywhere. You know, from your bones. Yep. Um, you know, and and getting hit in the head in that long period of their career to the point where you know this happened. Who's to say that he didn't already have that aneurysm? Yeah. You know, or that blood clot. Not not the aneurysm, but the blood clot. Yep. You know? And This was probably, we don't know if it was a hard cut. You know, we don't know. Um, It could have been a hard cut. And with, uh, you know, Dadashev getting hit. Dude, and you can tell, like, in the end of the eighth round, beginning of the ninth round, you can tell Dadashev was not in the fight. No. after, After that, when the bell rang, he would, like, Stumble and wobble up to the yeah, He, to didn't, he didn't look
1: good. He just didn't and look. Good. He just
0: looked dazed, and
1: like
0: he, yeah, it he, was just
1: bad. He looked he looked dazed and just really out of it. And so, yeah. in my in my opinion, they probably should have stopped it in the tenth. Be, be, because from about the eighth round on, and then to me, when you continue looking like that, I'll, I'll give you one round because you're a fighter. And so I'd have gave him to the end of the tenth. I wouldn't have gave him till the end of the eleventh. I'd, I'd have yeah. gave him I'd have gave him yeah. the ninth round to see if he looked any better, which he probably would because it, it's coast rounds, you know, you kind of build up for those last three rounds and then seeing how he looked. And probably I probably would have stopped it halfway through the tenth round. Yeah, I'd have let him have, I'd, I'd have let him have the ninth round to see if he recovers. he doesn't. I'd see how he looked. Maybe he might be coming back. I'd see. Actually, I'd probably see how he responds at the end of the ninth round. If I was gonna let him come back out in the tenth, I'd seen how he was responding and stuff. And by the time he was talking, by the time Buddy was talking to him at the end of the eleventh, he wasn't even talking.
0: No, well, he asked him, "Let me stop the fight. Let me stop the fight." And you can see Dadashev. He didn't say he'd nod his head, and he Mm -hmm. said no, but it wasn't like Mm -hmm. no. It was just like. Like, yeah, just like, mumbled it. Yeah, like, there was not much,
1: man. And I'm just like, I, yeah, I didn't, I, I, and like I said, Buddy, Buddy's a great trainer. He's trained for a lot of years, trained a lot of fighters. He knows what he's looking for. Uh, my, Like I said, I mean, it's easy to look out now and say, oh, this happened. They stopped it too late. You know, we weren't in there. We weren't seeing it. We weren't in the moment. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'd like to say I'd stop it either at the end of round nine or halfway through 10, but if, if I have faith in my guy and it's for him to make a move that he's wanting to make in his life, you know, and it's a career fight, well, I'm probably going to let him have a couple of, yeah, I might let him have a couple of extra. So, I, I don't know. I mean, okay. that's, that's just a tough call. And then, like I said, then the other guy sat. It's just totally crazy, two guys back-to-back nights and then died back-to-back days.
0: Yep. You know, I mean, it's, that's... You, yeah, and with Santillán, I mean, he he, he looked fresh. Yeah. Nothing but going then on. At the, yeah, but, you know, at the end of the, uh, of the decision, um, when he was walking, he had to sit. I don't know if you saw the... the somebody posted a video where he was walking and he had to sit, they were holding him, he was even throwing up blood. Oh, wow, I didn't see that. Yeah, Um, I can't remember where I saw it, but uh, they were showing him spitting up blood, throwing up blood, and it was just a bad situation, man.
1: Damn, that
0: sucks. That
1: sucks, that's unfortunate for them, their families, the opponents, the, the trainers, the opponents' trainers. It's unfortunate for everybody involved—the refs, the commissions. I mean, they. I mean that 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 affects a lot of people, and I mean, there's the, and and you know, there, there's not many rules to these game to the to the fight games that you can you can really change to make it better. Sometimes, sometimes you know, it's damn when it's your time. It's your time in life. Yeah, you know, like. Santi Santi what Santion Santi, whatever his last name Santion. was. Santion. Santion. His uh his he looked fine till literally when it when it was time to start doing the uh to give the results of the fight. And when his dude was holding him, that guy might not even know he was holding him up. Because he was just standing there while the ref was holding his arm and then he just kind of put his head down, which a lot of fighters do. And so his yep. trainer could just be like, okay, okay, I got you. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, shit. I'm just holding him, you know, that he's he collapsed on me. And so, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to just bash his trainer and say, well, they didn't, th- well, I mean, they didn't, like I said, I Ian, he, he looked fresh. He, he was moving. He, he was still in the fight. He was still competitive in the fight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, it's just unfortunate events. Uh, I said, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to his families, all their families, and everyone involved that night. Yep. And
0: such man, and then to die so young, man. I mean, 23, 23 was twenty three and twenty eight. Twenty three. Yeah, Thantian twenty three and Dadashev was like twenty seven, twenty eight. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Both in their twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both uh, both too young. Yeah, it doesn't show what his age is here, but yeah. Yeah, really young, man. Oh, 28. Oh. Yep, he was 28. And then same with Purnell, man. Fuck. he's 55, and, and to die like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Out of all the things that he probably did in his <laughs> life, to, to die by just crossing the street. Mm-hmm. A street, a street he crossed probably a thousand times in his life, you know, a million times in his life. Mm-hmm. And then just come up and... Like I said, man, you know, when when your number gets called, it's doesn't matter what you're doing, you know? Yep. Doesn't matter what you're
0: doing. Yeah, and I I just think I don't know, maybe maybe what the fighters need to do is not fight so many fights throughout the year. Yep. Um you know, Uh, maybe these boxers, these boxers need to like either fight once a year, get healthy again. Yep. And do a healthy cut, yep. not this water cut, you know what I mean? Or, well, or fight, fight a different weight class, you know, uh-huh. something that's
1: going to be easier for you. Well, and you know what's bad is you, I always tell my fighters, stay around 10 pounds around your fight weight. Yeah, at all times. Stay, if you're an active fighter and you're wanting to stay active, stay around 10 pounds around your fight weight because you never know when you're going to get called. Mm-hmm. and we can safely cut that in two weeks two days whatever we need to we can dry that out and rehydrate you back up no problem but what some of these dudes are doing and you know this berto from fighting and being involved in the fight game these are cutting 20 pounds in two days you know Shit, the night
0: before sometimes yeah. cutting
1: throughout the, uh, up leading up to the weigh. up to up to the in. yeah and i'm like there's nothing positive coming out of that you know and, and, you know, I agree with you about taking the activity down, and I get it. You need paychecks, but you also need a life. Uh, and we're talking about cutting the activity down, and this is why I said I was worried about Cowboy Cerrone taking all these fights within just a year run, year, year-and-a-half run. That's, and he's already got another fight lined up coming. Yep,
0: and he's finding a, 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 a really uh, dangerous so, fighter, yeah, Just in, just in Hsieh. So, and that's in uh, September.
1: Exactly. Like in the month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but so, anyways, but also we had an exciting boxing match come on throughout Saturday. Pretty good match with yeah, uh, Pac- it was
0: pretty, it was pretty it was pretty good.
1: You know? I thought uh, I thought Pacquiao was going to stop him in the tenth. When he hit him to the body, Pacquiao did what what I thought Pacquiao would do. Pacquiao came out, threw some uh, <laughs> quick combos. Came out, rushed early. To me, he showed his age from round six, seven, eight, nine, and, totally then agree. It, and then stepped it back up ten, eleven, twelve because he's like, "Shit, I don't let this dude back in the fight," you <laughs> know. And uh, the thing is, is, is a lot of people are saying, oh, well, Thurman won. Thurman won. Thurman outlanded him. Thurman out had a higher percent. Well, Thurman didn't do anything. None of his punches changed the tempo of the fight. Manny, I mean, everyone's showing pictures of him getting punched in the face and his face distorted. Well, anytime time I get hit in the face, my face distorts. Right. You know, so that's, that'll, that'll show me something I ain't seen. Show me show me Manny. Cover up and back up and take off like Thurman did every time Manny hit him hard. <laughs> then, then, yeah. then show show me a clip of that and I'll say okay, there was a tempo change. You know, I mean, until then, and they just don't. I didn't. Uh, I, I mean, Manny did what I thought Manny would do. I thought Manny was going to do it a little better, but like I said, Manny showed his age. And when Manny would Manny will throw punches and then pivot on you and mm-hmm. cut an angle and. I noticed in this fight, and this is the first time I've really watched him in a few years, uh, when he threw those punches and cut that angle, he didn't throw another punch. Yeah. He yep. just stopped. And to mm-hmm. me, that's, that's his first sign
0: of aging. Right. It, it, and it looked like when he stopped, he like pivoted and just looked at Thurman and then yep. started boxing again. Instead yep. of doing what he usually does is, you know, turning him, cool. throwing that jab. And he did it. He just pivoted, looked at Thurman, and let's get on it. Yeah, like he would. (laughs) There was that hesitation, like I Mm -hmm.
1: can't pull this. I can't pull this trigger no more. And and so, I mean, when when all these people are like, "Oh man, he's back. Manny's this. Manny, Manny did good. I'll give Manny Mm -hmm. credit. Manny did very well. Uh, He beat a a prime fighter that he was eleven years younger than, or older than." uh, you know, did more than hold his own. I thought he won. I thought he won round one through five, and then uh, the uh, last three, 10, 11, 12.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but there was times, and even when he was fresh, when he cut that angle, he just stopped. The, 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 I, I seen the decline in his footwork. He was a lot more flat-footed a lot of times in the fight. Mm-hmm. he was a lot more flat-footed, and like I said, when he cut that angle, he'd just stop, and just, mm-hmm. and then it would go, and, and, and just that little hesitation, that's just that mind and body not firing on the same cylinders anymore, you know, yep. and it, it happens, you know, that's what happens when you take so many punches, you know, your reflex is usually the first thing to go, your mm-hmm. reflexes, uh, usually your, your legs or your reflexes are the first one to go, and then once they go, then usually it's your chin, your power, and then you just you used up all your toughness.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he, Manny did all that in the first five rounds. Yeah. Then after that is when he kind of slowed down. Slowed know? down horribly. Yeah. Now, I mean, he had thing. a good knockdown. Oh, yeah. And like you a know? lot of
1: people were saying, oh, he stepped on his foot. No, he didn't. No, he, he didn't. He, he, he stepped a little bit on the toe of the left foot, but. He pulled it out, took a step, and then got hit. He he was fine. He was balanced. Uh, he he just got caught. And like mm-hmm. I said, you could tell in Thurman's face, he got hurt. And he you smiled be, when
0: he was on the floor. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: like, "Shit, how'd I end up here?" <laughs> because if he'd have slipped, if he'd have got stepped on the foot, he would have argued. Oh yeah, that's what everyone Easy. does. You'd have been like, "Oh no, no, he stepped on my foot. No, no, he wasn't. No, he didn't say shit." Mm-hmm. He just he just said, okay, well, I'm on the ground. And then even when he walked back to his corner, he was a little wobbly mm-hmm. walking back to that corner right when that round ended. So that, that's, that's what else tells me that it wasn't just a step on a foot. Now, what's next for Thurman? Uh, he needs to, I think, need to take a couple of more fights before he tries to step back in there with someone of bigger caliber. He, mm-hmm. he needs to build up some confidence no matter what he says. He don't have much confidence right now. Uh, as far as Manny goes, I don't know. Uh, a lot A lot of people was sitting here saying that uh, was sitting there saying that ah uh, you won't see you won't see what he did again. Well, you know what that does? That pisses off Floyd Mayweather Jr. when you say <laughs> you won't you won't see another boxer do something. And so, as you see, they're already jawing each other on social media. Will it happen? I hope
0: not. I don't want to see another Mayweather-Pacquiao I, fight. You know, you know what's funny? I have not seen the first one. Really? No.
1: I, if you go back to the it's, old city ringside, it's, it's, it's,
0: it's the same. It's the same thing as the second one. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: if 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 you go back to the old city ringside, I told Tiger, I won't watch it because it's five years too late. And yep. I already said what was going to happen. I said, I said it's going to be your typical Floyd Mayweather fight. Floyd's going to talk about how he's going to knock Pacquiao out. He's going to do this. He, he's not. He's going to outpoint him, which mm-hmm. that's all Floyd did. Mm-hmm. So if this comes, if this comes yep. back to a, a a part two, you're just going to get a repeat of part one. Floyd's going to Floyd's going to shell up. Manny's going to come in trying to attack and not be able to break the code, and Floyd's just going to. Uh, pepper him until to a twelve round decision, unanimous decision. Probably mm-hmm. even more so now because Floyd's seen the same thing I've seen. Floyd saw him turn and go and stop. Floyd's seeing that, Floyd's seeing that. Floyd sitting there probably watering at the mouth seeing that because Floyd knows what he's going to do when he tries to cut yeah, that angle.
0: His, his wheels are already turning. Man. Yeah, he's like <laughs>
1: he's like, man, we can sell this fight, make it big, and you know and. And he he's he's gonna look for another fucking hundred million dollar payday, or hope to make another. But hope, I, yeah. I, I'll will t- tell you what if if he if they make this fight happen, I don't see it to ha- I don't see it to draw any, any of the revenue the first one did. Oh no,
0: because and, and I don't think a lot of people are already they're not interested in this fight. No, lord no. You know, I mean, it's whatever. And like I said, they
1: didn't. Uh, they just don't. Floyd, Floyd needs to realize he's 42 years old. His selling power ain't what it used to be. Manny's 40, 41 years old. His selling power ain't what it used to be. Uh, it was bad enough they gave this this fight at 35 and 36. 35 and 37 range five years ago. Four years ago. It was bad enough they they gave us that one. Then... And you mean to tell me the rematch now is only going to happen four or five years later? Nah, I get <laughs> no, I guess nobody, nobody, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that because, like I said, Manny, Manny didn't look like Manny. I didn't watch the Broner fight. Uh, I haven't really, like I said, I haven't watched Manny in years, uh, just because to me Manny hasn't been the same since the since Marquez knocked him out. Yeah and and when you get devastated like like Marquez did to him and it wasn't the fact that Marquez every I, I, nothing against Mexican fighters you know nothing against any of that stuff it, it's not that Marquez wasn't better than just Manny he had the timing that was their fourth fucking fight they knew each other's timing like 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 no one's business you know they, they've been there and and they didn't space out you know five-year differences between those fights you know except for that fourth one they spaced it out a little bit but that was because they had no one else to fight so they said, let's just fight each other again and so i think if uh what marquez knocking him out was just strictly a timing thing and marquez knew when manny threw that jab he bows he bow and arrows that left hand he pulls it back and uh marquez said i'm gonna catch your ass jumping in slip and throw that big left hook and you're gonna eat it and <laughs> he he ate it you know and <laughs> But like I said, you don't get knocked out like that and not lose something. Mm-hmm. And Manny, to me, has not been the same fighter since he came back, no matter who he beats. All, all of Manny's fans, you know, nothing against them, but every time he wins, it's, oh, Manny's back. Manny's mm-hmm. – nope. Manny, there's a little piece of Manny that's left back there in that Marquez, that fourth Marquez fight. And whether whether Manny wants to admit it, whether uh, his, his fans want to admit it, Whether Freddie Roach wants to admit it, it's it's true that little piece is sitting back there, and and it and it hasn't been the same since. Because when Manny fought Marquez, I told my brother that was a stupid fight for four (laughs) a fourth fight that made no sense. Yeah, a fourth fight that made no sense. I said there's no reason. I said I said that, and the only reason Manny did it is because no one wanted to fight Manny. Mm -hmm. Manny was on that hive just destroying people. And then Manny tried to say it was because of God, why he lost. Well, yeah, kind of sort of, I guess we can say that. But at the same time, homeboy, you just got knocked the fuck out. (laughs) You know? I'm like, yeah, you you, you, you know, because after that is when he redevoted himself. I mean, praise Marquez, because after that, he found Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. You know, praise Marquez because right after that fight, he found Jesus is when he became a reborn again Christian. He tried to say, Oh, it was because I was out partying, I was doing all these bad things. I can't picture Manny doing any of that shit. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Never did I ever see him talk about doing dollar bills, you know, and, and going out. And no, oh, man, don't lie. You just, you were laying there snoring. Have you ever watched, uh,
0: have you ever watched Plant to the Bone? Ah uh, man, it I can't remember it, but okay. It really fun, in, but it's been in
1: in the in the Woody Harrelson movie. Play it to the bone. It's him and uh, Antonio uh Antonio Banderas. Banderas. <laughs> Woody, Har- Woody Harrelson's character, after he got knocked out, found Jesus. And it's because he woke. It's because he woke up and saw him. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's what happened to Manny yeah. Pacquiao. While he was laying there snoring, he looks up in the front row. And there's Jesus looking at him. You know, and he's like, <gasps> I'm pretty sure that's how I not from partying, not from living the wrong life. I'm pretty sure it was from that knockout. He looked and said, Yep. <laughs> and, and like the it, Woody Harris's character from here from there on out, every time they go somewhere when something special was gonna happen, he'd see Jesus. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how Manny Pacquiao is, but it more on the punchy side. But I mean like I said, congratulations to Marquez for doing that for him. You know, I give him props. Hey, I mean, congratulations. You helped the guy find, you know. <laughs> best best things to him. But like I said, that's that as far as Marquez or uh as far as Manny fighting. Floyd again nobody wants to see that shit that's just that's not even it's not even a fight that's relevant and, and you know Manny was talking shit about Floyd saying the only way you're relevant is by saying my name neither one of y'all is relevant in my book if it's, man, if it's Manny, done
0: it's, 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 it's a fight that shouldn't even happen
1: and if Manny fights uh, I think if Manny fights Spence if Manny fights Spence or even Sean Porter, I th- I think he'll lose probably a split decision. I think he'll do like uh, he'll do like he did here against Thurman and come out blazing five rounds, look sharp, look good, and then just gas out just with age. Except those guys are a lot better off than Thurman in my opinion. So they're gonna come out, guns ablazing, and take it to him when he slows down for the next seven rounds. Hmm. Uh, that, that's my take on that. With them, uh, I don't. I just don't see much left for Manny other than trying to uh, get paychecks. Yeah. I mean, that's to me. That's probably what he's left in it. I mean, he's getting probably decent money being the senator or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also you no, know, you know, I, I get it. I, I I love doing charity work myself. But he went off and built like all these homes. Yeah,
0: and I'm like, that's. Probably quite a bit of money he dropped into that, you know, and, and and that's probably why he's taking all these fights is so he can replenish all that money that he spent.
1: yeah. And I <laughs> and I'm like, so he he unless he gets KO'd, I don't see him to hang it up for a while. But once he gets stopped again, then I then I figure Freddie will tell him he needs to hang it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's that's just.
0: Yeah, he just, I mean, just needs to be a senator.
1: Yeah. yeah, go be the congressman or whatever he is, politician. Yeah, politician yeah. Pacquiao, you know, I mean, <laughs> that, that's probably better. Realistically, the way he looks right now, it, it's probably better suited for him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's, it's time for him to retire. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it, it's just, it's time. You, he, yeah. he doesn't want to end up like these other young bucks, you know, that are dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just and, it's, and he's got yeah.
1: nothing left to prove. I mean, dudes no. came up eight weight classes, won eight different world titles, and eight different divisions. You know, like twelve times different belts. I mean, you ain't got shit to prove. You're a fucking hall of famer. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the only thing he's needing this for is uh, only thing he's needing this last part for is like, his paychecks. That's that's all it's proven to me. So yeah,
0: it's, he he has
1: he has no uh, legacy left to build. Yeah, and he's not, and he's not going to tarnish it by the way he fights. He can mm-hmm. get knocked out, and people's going to say, "Oh, well, he was fine." Yeah, you know, that's how yeah. Manny fought. Manny would go out on a shield, or make you go out on yours. So it wouldn't be—it's not a big deal to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or it's not a big deal to him. Yeah. You know, whichever way to go out. So I—I I don't like—it's not going to hurt his his legacy if he gets knocked out. It's going to be, hey, good for him. You know, he went out like how he should. Is what people will look at. You know, like someone like Floyd, if Floyd gets knocked out, everyone's going to jump on that bandwagon. I told you, I told you he couldn't, you know. <laughs> and Floyd, Floyd knows he has a lot more in his legacy to lose because of his style. It's going to be, well, that's why he fought the way he did because he couldn't take a punch. Yeah. You know, people's going to start, you know, jumping on that train. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. But like I said people like Manny who gets in there and makes a dogfight, they wouldn't say that. It's just going to be, well, you know, hey, he went out like how he wanted to. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a double-edged sword when you come to leg and how you fight.
0: <laughs> and you never know, man. I mean, he might come back. And if he does, and if it does happen for him to fight Mayweather, it's got to be oh, because of the, the, the money that's going to be presented, dude. It's just going to be a payday. You know they're going to say, let's, make, let's put on a show for the crowd mm-hmm. until the eighth round, ninth round. And then, you know, either – Mayweather's not going to throw the fight. It's going nah. to be it's going to be pack, but
1: the only boxing. way <laughs> the only way Floyd would ever throw a fight is at the is it the next payday because they would fight three. If 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 Floyd lost, they would fight three, and mm-hmm. if Floyd knew that third fight would generate that billion dollar payday that he's fucking wanting to generate for a fight of his, if he knew it would do it. <laughs> Floyd would take a dive. I, I, and I have no. I would have no issue saying that. I, I because there's one thing Floyd loves more than than is than than boxing. There's more than one thing he loves more than anything in life, and that's it: dollar, dollar bills, y'all. So if he knew, I could see him, and I'm sure he would say no and argue and make a big scene. But it, I mean, realistically, everyone knows what the dollar means to him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, that's the only way I could ever see him doing that would be through would be through the uh, fact that he w- he knew that the next one was going to generate a, a lot of money. Because him, him <laughs> and McGregor's generated like $500 million. Yeah, uh, man. You know? He's, he's halfway there to generate a $1 billion, $1 billion fucking dollar. show. Yep. And, and he could generate that by him. And, if he got beat by Pacquiao in Fight 2 – and then super stack a card. You know what I mean? Like super stack a card. Because what Floyd would do is fucking third fight, Floyd would come out and destroy him. Mm-hmm. Floyd would train his ass off and just so that way he would put it on him and show the world I'm Floyd Mayweather with one loss and I destroyed the guy that beat me and retire forever because I just made a million dollar fucking paper, a billion dollar pay-per-view and he would stack the card and set Manny up with the next fight. Yep. Because when he's done, he's like, oh, Manny Pacquiao still has it. Manny Pacquiao still this. He would give his Floyd Mayweather hype to praise him and tell everybody how great Manny is, how Manny was this. Manny almost had him in a few rounds, you know, and just sell it because he's a businessman <laughs> first. He's a businessman first, and he knows what he's doing. And so and that's the only way. If it happens, if it happens, I'm going to call it right now. If the rematch happens, and, and Manny – I'm going to say Manny Pacquiao wins the second one. Because they're going to set up a third one for trying to reach that billion dollars. And it's going to be a stack card, like a couple of title fights on it. You know, like whoever, whoever wins out of Porter uh, Porter Spence will either be on it, you know, or the rematch of them two will be on it, too. You know, it'll be like a whole fucking rematch fucking
0: pay-per-view, you know, of people it'll be the talk of the card man oh yeah. <laughs> it will Everybody's gonna be like, man
1: you see they got
0: Sean Porter Spence on that they got this one they
1: got this one you know, and then it's going to be like a hundred dollars it's going to be like the McGregor fight it's going to be a hundred and fucking plus dollar fucking pay-per-view pay-per-view by yup yeah, and then you're going to be like and people's going to be like man that card stacked I'll buy it you know really? next thing <laughs> you know you know a million people buys it fuck there's damn near a hundred million right there just all pay-per-view buys not tech, not counting the ticket sales are gonna be astronomical.
0: Well, it depends where they have it. I mean, probably Las Vegas, but hey uh yeah. I, I mean and, and what, all actuality,
1: if they did it that route, I bet they put it in Texas Stadium. They they would, yeah. they would they would they would do something big, because they they would need bigger than Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. They need they would need something bigger than the Staples Center. They would need something bigger than uh, than anything, any venue in Vegas. If he wanted to make a million, a billion dollars, he could easily, easily sell out the uh, Texas stadium. Mm -hmm. And dude, that stadium is huge. And do like they, uh, like they did on the other ones, bring down the, uh, bring down the, uh, bring down the uh, jumbotrons and let them sit there, and people in the nosebleeds can sit there and watch, see the ring, but watch the action, you know? And you're just like, it's like you're sitting right there, like they do for the <laughs> WrestleManias when WrestleMania was there, and they could sell out that whole venue for one fight. Mm-hmm. So, so Floyd, if you steal my idea, I'm suing you. <laughs> you heard it first here. You heard it first here. the this sitting inside. We already happens, got, the got the fights. We got the cards stacked.
0: Oh, we oh, got you man. ready, dog Give it if, our cut. If,
1: if, it, if it happens, all of a sudden, boy, we're in mansions. We're in front of Bugattis <laughs> on the show. Man, man, bro, I'm not here broadcasting in front of my Bugatti, but, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, real, man. That's for real, man. Hey, speaking of boxing, while we're on the topic, you know, uh, down here in Oklahoma, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, is having uh, – uh, Tommy Morrison's sons fighting oh. uh, next next month on Showtime. They're shutting down Main Street and putting on an event. Nice. Now the person this this is where I'm going to ask you to do your side, Berto. I've tried reaching out to him. Uh, the guy who's putting it on is a guy named Tony Holden. Okay. Okay. Tony Holden used to be one of the guys that did uh that helped out Tommy back in the day. Well, I've reached out to him through Messenger, but you can't add him on any more friends. He has too many friends, and I can't get through with him on Messenger. If you can try to find a way to get through to him and see if we can go cover that. I, I got this. I, I, like, I've tried with all the – I've tried every route I've tried, and I, I haven't been able to reach through him. Like I said, I'll, of, just me- I'll, just
0: message, I'll just message Tommy. He's on my friends list. Is he? Yeah. Uh, Tommy, Tommy who? or Tony 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 holding this? I think so
1: yeah awesome yeah dude yeah well i seen he had like 15 20 friends of mine that were his too you know and uh I, I like I said my message I'm sure I'm sure he <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure he gets like 50 50 people a day that he don't even know message him you know so he's he he probably just, uh I don't know you I don't <laughs> know you ex- exactly so I was like well damn I can't get in there And uh, we'll 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 talk about that after the show, but uh, yeah, Yeah. Tommy Morrison's sons, (laughs) Trey Trey Lippy Morrison, is uh, he's he's going to be fighting on it. He's sixteen or seventeen and i I'm not sure if he's training back here in Oklahoma or not. I seen him working with uh, a local trainer out in Tulsa named Craig Blacklock Uh, on his Facebook page. I saw uh, Tony put the picture or put the video up, and it was Craig out there. Uh, who's a trainer talking about the fight coming up. And I don't, I don't know if that's his boxing coach now or someone helping out with him or what. But, uh, I mean, I hear the kid hits like a ton of bricks like his dad. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, he... his, his – uh, was it his last fight? He was out in a baseball field, I think. And, if, and I believe he was the main event. Yeah, it was like um... in some other country. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That's the one. That's the one I was thinking mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the one I seen Uh, Tony,
0: Tony post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the one that I, that I was uh, reading about on, on, uh, on him. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll reach out, man. We'll, we'll, make, yeah, we'll try to make it happen.
1: Definitely. Cause like I said, that's next month on the 23rd. Cause heck man, I got, I got, I'm covering for us uh, tomorrow night at Buffalo run casino after yeah, that, Saturday, Saturday night, I got FCF down in Broken Arrow. Um, shoot, then August 8th, we got, I got that XFN eight-man tournament for that kickboxing tournament that my friend Alfred Walker is going to be in, and uh, Fredo is going to be on the show August 1st. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm going to probably go to Rage in the Cage, the 10th and then hopefully, can, man. <laughs> no, then, hope, then hopefully we can make that uh tony holden show downtown broken yeah. arrow yeah and that's all that's gonna be on showtime nice yeah so uh I, i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get a say uh get the get one of our fight book shirts before then yeah so I, so i can take that to the venue especially okay. i mean i i need to do it anyways to all of them but uh but if not you know definitely at least that showtime because we'll be on Major network. Mm-hmm.
0: make that happen for us. <laughs> hey Rudy, are we gonna have uh, Chris on the show? He says he's having some troubles. Okay.
1: Maybe it is hangouts because we've been having trouble since we started. Barrow's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Berno, been having trouble since he was born shut up <laughs> Baro Bar- Bar- said you don't want these troubles he <laughs> said you don't want these troubles I- I'll burn down your little stories <laughs> he, he said I'll burn down he said I'll burn down that whole store on you <laughs> you don't want to sell me candy alright well you, you know <laughs> I mean who don't sell a kid can candy how, how, how messed up are you you know people don't even know that story because that was from my other show
0: oh there we go <laughs>
1: Nope, just lost up. him. Damn. Yeah, yeah, his was real sketchy anyways. Did you hear it? Yeah. Yeah, like it was cutting out bad. Uh, so anyways, we'll just carry on with the show here. Let's talk about the UFC on uh, ESPN4. With uh, Yeah,
0: man, it was uh, some good fights. Uh, um, we had uh, Greg Hardy. Mm-hmm. Um, he won uh, 45 seconds in the first round. Mm-hmm. And, and that dude was talking banger shit about him. Man, like yeah, he was, he was talking mad shit. Like, like, don't get me wrong, Hardy.
1: Hardy messed up. Mm-hmm. But everyone's making it hardy messed up. But they're making it out to be like a lot of these dudes ain't done. Look what John Jones just did. Ain't nobody yeah. bashing that dude. I mean, let, let's be honest. And I like John. I like his style. I like how he fights. But no one look what Floyd Mayweather's done. You know, and, and he does it, and I see everybody just throwing this in his face over and over. And like I said, man, when I met when I met Greg, and I like Greg. When I met Greg, I met him uh, down in Tulsa. He mm-hmm. won on the XF, XFN. I had I had a fighter in there, and I talked to him after the show, and dude was super super respectful. I will say I think he's crazy as shit. Because I saw I saw him the day before at the weigh-in. And the dude's just like this. (laughs) Just mad. And just mad. And then I was like, that's Greg Hardy. Damn, he look pissed off. That was Friday. We we were at the weigh-ins. We go eat right after the weigh-ins, right? Like we all, like you always do. Greg is sitting two tables down just like this. That's all he's doing. He's just looking straight ahead and I'm like, that's my as shit." And I said, ah right, that's, that's just a show. that's just a show. And I'm gonna tell y'all the real Greg Hardy story. This is a real Greg Hardy story. So when you go down to River Spirit Casino in Tulsa outside the outside the uh, Margaritaville Event Center thing that it's called, uh, there's this uh, there's these giant concrete pillars, right? And I'm standing there and like all fights, commission's never there on time. We're waiting to get wristbands. We're waiting to get, and they're just fucking lollygagging. And I'm standing there, I look, I was like, damn, here comes Greg Hardy, because here comes this dude skyscraping above everybody. <laughs> and he's got this hoodie on, right? He's got his hood on. And he's just looking pissed off. He starts punching that concrete thing. And I was like, and everyone's just said there. I'm like, no one thinks this is fucked up or they're too scared to think it is. I'm the only one looking at everybody. Everybody's got their head down. Everybody's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not scared. I mean, fuck, I'll sue you if you touch me. <laughs> but I look over, and he's just killing this concrete pillar. And I'm like... I wonder if his opponents here somewhere, you know. And I'm looking. I didn't see who he was fighting. I didn't know who he was fighting which ironically was Ray Jones, the guy I interviewed for us after the fight that beat the uh, the uh, Glory kickboxer veteran Hayes Wilson the there. The last show we went to. But anyway, so then Greg Hardy, I, I'm looking, watching him get his hands taped because they gave him his own private locker room. Thank God. And uh, I I I, I walked by, his doors open. He's getting his hands taped. And he's just like this. <laughs> and i'm like dude is still pissed off so we go out we fight we go backstage get our stuff we go out and go watch the rest of the show right i'm sitting in the stands watching here comes hardy (laughs) comes out man he knocks out ray and i love ray to death god bless ray he's a nice dude he's a hell of a fighter i think he's got a big upside for him because he ain't scared of shit and he can fight he's only getting better comes out he knocks out ray like in 40 fucking seconds and I was like, damn it, you know, I was like, Greg just killed this dude, you know? And I, I and all of a sudden it's like the weight of the world lifted off Greg's shoulder. He just, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? He just doctor Jack will miss your eyes like that. Like that. And so I was like, well, maybe he was just happy. Man, I go walking back, I was like, I'm gonna go cut him off and meet him and just say hi to him, you know, see if I can get a picture. And I'm sneaking back. I was like, man, I'm going to see if he's really, he's going to be as crazy as he looks. Man, he's happy talking to everybody like like total night and day. He's like, man, I didn't know I just talking away like a, like normal. And I looked, I said, hey, excuse me, Mr. Hardy. And he's like, hey, what's up, dude? Just turn around, super cool, super polite. And he's like, hey, man. I said, hey, I said, do you mind if I get a picture? He goes, no, nah, man, come over here. You know, we're just talking about, uh, you know, the uh, West Palm guys that I know, you know, and the people he knew. And that's how I met Billy Padden, the guy from Philadelphia, Billy from Philly. And uh, we're all talking about the uh, West Palm people. And he's just super polite, super. That's why it irritates me when I hear people gripe at him, gripe about him. And I'm like, but you never met him. you, ne- you He's never shown anything. You know, he was straight up just respectful to me. And and I always tell people, if you come up and show me respect, I will always remember that because I met some people who were just shitty individuals that were fighters. And you have, too, I'm sure.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, I was telling my boy Josh Cohen that me and Josh was messaging last night. uh, Yeah, last night about Greg because he was putting something he posted something on his Instagram about Greg Hardy. And I said, dude. I said, when I met Greg, I said, dude, he was really, really polite, dude. He goes, yeah, and he's really smart too. If you get him talking a lot, dude. He goes, he's not what people think. I said, no. I said, I didn't get that vibe from him. I said, you know, shit, everybody fucks up. But anyway, that's mm-hmm. my little rant. That's my little rant for the day. So I'm a Hardy fan. A lot of people hate him. I, I, I only hope the best for him. Yeah, I only hope the best for him.
0: Yeah, and you know, and a lot of it, the way the fighter uh, Juan, the, his opponent, you know, he kind of like. Um, when the ref stopped the fight, you know he started. He started to grapple on the ref or on Greg Hardy, and you could tell he was out. He was done. Yeah, you know he was. Yeah. dazed. He didn't know uh-huh. what the hell was going on.
1: He's so, got when it was close to him.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, good job on 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 Greg winning the way he did. Um, Absolutely. So let's let's see who they put in front of him next. Um, you know, Greg I mean- said he'll take whoever.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's a. Uh, to me, the sky's the limit with him, mm-hmm. because because he seems very coachable. Like I, I follow him on Instagram, I see all his stuff that he posts. And uh, uh, Billy, Billy Patton, their boxing coach, uh, always seems really high on him. You know, Billy, mm-hmm. Billy seems to take a big liking to him, and Billy, Billy knows fighters. Billy knows a lot of fighters billy knows uh you know uh what makes a quality fighter and what wouldn't so billy's high on him i mean i i happen to think that he's he's got something you know and and so and the thing is 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 a lot of people go into people who go into fighting late a lot of them and and i don't mean from his standpoint but just in general people who start up whether it be XFN here in Tulsa or FCF in Tulsa or some other local organization never been coached so they don't know how to get coached you know they take everything super personal they make a, an issue out of everything that happens you know mm-hmm. something, it's always something that's going and they're just not coachable people Yeah, uh, and that's why that's why they decided at age 35 they want to be a fucking MMA superstar. You know, like like Uriah Faber talked about when he was talking about those. Did you ever see his post about people who turn uh, 33 years old and decide they want to be MMA fighters? He's like, it's not going to happen, you know, because it, it's not. I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but you're about 15, 20 years behind the curve, you know. You, you got 15, 20 years to make up for but when you mm-hmm. get someone like Greg Hardy, who's an exceptional athlete who has exceptional power, who hits like a freight train, and the biggest key is is he came in already in shape. Mm-hmm. He came in already with his natural athleticism and natural ability, fast hands, fast feet, and that's from playing football. But the biggest key was was he came in being coachable because exactly. he, had played, he he had played a sport and he was just in, he's in his late 20s. And so it was to that point that it was like, well, it's now or never. And I've been coach. And if you look at him, he's not, he's not doing anything spectacular. He's letting these do the talking. He's going to do what he can. And that's why people try to shoot on him. But in order to shoot, you either got to shoot from across the cage or you're going to try to take a chance and step into the step into that danger zone, take a chance of getting hit. Mm-hmm. And so that that's that's where he's holding a big uh, plus on his side. He's he's got a big upside on his side with that power that he brings. His hands are fast. He's got a reach from his side of the cage to the other. His arms are like he's got like a seven foot wingspan. I swear when I met him, like I I, I knew he was a big dude, but he got bigger when I got closer to him. Like I was like. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, who in the world would fight this man?" I mean, if they paid me, I would. But I mean, (laughs) I wouldn't go in with high hopes. I mean, I'd be like, "Yes, I'm getting getting the payday and free medical bills paid." So let's go, (laughs) let's do this. I will sell this fight bigger than anybody, right? I'll just go in there, act like Ric Flair. I'm gonna come with this big blonde hair, you know, and you know, limousine, you know, limousine riding jet flying, having a hard time holding these alligators down, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, and and so Greg, like I said, man, Greg's got a huge upside. And it's a lot of it has to do with being coachable. Uh, So people people who sit here and hate on him for things that he did in the past, trust me, none of us were angels. None of Mm -hmm. us were saints. Look at yourself. Look at yourself before you just start judging a random dude for something he did. Now... It, 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 his is all steaming from a lot of hate feedback from a domestic. Right. Well, it, it wasn't like it was. It wasn't like it was any like Ray Rice where he's punching her just in the elevator and leaves her knocked out. You know, I mean, it was. It, you don't see the woman all mangled. True. You know, I mean, a guy that size could probably do a lot of damage <laughs> to a lot of people. I mean. So, I mean, like I said, you know, look at your own sales before they judge him is what I'm going to say. Because I like the shit out of him. He seemed like a stand-up dude. Everybody i talked to told me he's a stand-up dude. So, you know. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and good for him, man. I, I just hope that he, uh, you know, continues winning. And, and you know, one day he just might be that uh, that champ, that heavyweight yeah. champ. Yeah. So, another knockout that we had on the show or on the at the event was uh, Walter Harris hmm Um, he knocked him out in the first round, mm-hmm. in the first twelve seconds, dude. Mm-hmm. He did a flying yeah. knee. Uh, I can't even pronounce his name, Alexei. Um, yeah. He, I, uh, I can't he, either. Yeah, he kind of like got confused on what was going on, and mm-hmm. that's when Walt just wailed on that left, hit him square in the in the temple, put him down, and that was it. And, and, you know, Walt,
1: what impressed me was just a big man that can throw a flying knee.
0: He's <laughs> a big man. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah.
1: a big dude that came out and tried to throw a flying knee. That was impressive. Last big man I seen try to throw a flying knee like that was uh, Brock Lesnar. And Brock's, right? Brock, Brock's really wasn't even – I don't know what his was, but anyways. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I mean, Walt did what he was supposed to, in my opinion – Walt did what he was supposed to do in that fight. He fought a dude that had sixty-one fights. He was that, that dude was 57, 13, and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this business, on smaller gloves, I'm not saying you knocked him out. Congratulations, but I'm gonna say I want to know what how much of a chin the dude had left. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the dude was an easy was an easy target uh was just like a hand pick, cherry pick fight but i mean it, the dude still had 61 fights
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you know he did his thing he went out there and put on the show and did what he was supposed to do actually and, and that's realistically what he was supposed to do was knock the dude out Yeah, and he did so we'll see where he goes from there uh put on a show like that i like to see him take on hardy because they were both right underneath i was each just other. gonna
0: say dude <laughs> i was just gonna say that would that would be a badass fight they see both Bald Harris against Greg Hardy.
1: And they're both big guys that like to drop bombs. They're not big on just going to the ground and trying to submit you or grapple with you. They're going to stand there and see who's the bigger dog in the yard, you know. <laughs> so, I, I think that, in my opinion, my, my boy uh, my boy Hardy's going to take him. My boy Hardy, Hardy. I, because it's not going out the first round. Oh no! You put two dudes like you put two big men like that in the in, in the middle of that cage. It's it's not going out of the first. Hardy, no. Hardy. My opinion, I think Hardy will take him in two minutes or less. Wow. Two, two, two minutes or less. I think Hardy takes him. Uh, a lot of people seem to be underestimating his speed and his power. Mm-hmm. A- a- every time I watch him get in there, man, everybody under- uh, underestimates how fast he is and how hard he hits. So I and I think nothing would change with Harris because everyone gets in there and says, Oh, we're gonna prove to him there's you know, this is MMA. We're gonna prove to him that this is this. We're gonna uh, yeah, y'all ain't proved shit yet. You proved that he can fight. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean I mean, I've I've heard like three or four people that's all talked and say, Well, we're gonna we're gonna see if he can, we're gonna see if he can and they're all waking up. <laughs> within a minute later, you know. They're like, what happened? <laughs> Why's Greg exercising between rounds? Hey. Hey. He's celebrating. <laughs> oh, but so uh now who was the, the main event was uh
0: who Ruff was finally on right right the and against
1: Yes, now yep. went to a decision, didn't it?
0: Yep, went to a decision. And, um Leon Edwards, he was just on point that, that night, dude. I mean, um, Rafael, yeah, he did land some punches. He did. Mm-hmm. But. Not the not significant. No. Leon was just, he was in the middle of the cage controlling the fight, and he did what he had to do to win. Yep. And RDA is a, is a, is a dangerous fighter, man. He's, Absolutely. He's a badass fighter. But Leon was just on point. On point. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things
1: <laughs> that uh, – did RDA do anything wrong? No. No? No. It's just that everything around him went wrong with what Leon was doing. Leon came in with a game plan, and Leon executed his game plan to the T. Like, yep. he knew what he wanted to do, and he went in there and did it. And the thing was, like, he—it's one of those pressure fights. When you—when you know you're going to take it to five rounds, and you're not just trying to kill the dude or go for that crushing, you know, blow—you're just landing what you want at will and doing what you want at will. It's—it's one of those that you're not—that you're—that you when you know you're going to do that and you know you're taking it to that level, it puts the pressure on that other guy.
0: And to mm-hmm. me, you,
1: you could see it happening with RDA as the fight started progressing. That he knew, he knows, you're a fighter. You you know, when you start, when yeah, you know man. when you're losing the fight and you're hitting that third round, you're like, shit, man, I, it's already the third round? <laughs> and you're like, I ain't done shit on my game plan and this dude's making me look bad. And like I said, come third round, you can see the desperation setting in.
0: Yeah, and and, and, like, you know, and what, what helped him too was that uh, Leon cut him.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. And that changes you know, the aspect on everything. Yeah, it changes mm-hmm.
0: everything. You know, that blood in your eye, you can't mm-hmm. see out of that eye. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Leon did exactly what he needed to do to win that Absolutely. fight. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, the thing is, is that uh, uh, Leon, when, when he when he seen the blood, he tasted the blood.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and he knew to put a little bit more pressure on, keep that tempo up. And not, not that RDA ain't a fighter, but like you said, some people – some people come back harder when they're split open, and some people are like, "Shit, trying to balance out." Is my face so? Is, is that okay? Am I not seeing? Because it's it's a panic zone when you get that blood in your eye and you can't see, because then you're mm-hmm. wondering, is there something wrong with the eyeball or is it just the blood? You know, and there's a lot of stuff going through a fighter's head in those moments. So when people, that, that's what pisses me off about people too when they see the when they see a dude cut and he's not acting the same. Well, it's probably because he's scared you'd be scared too if you can't see out of one of your eyes you know and I mean so I mean it's not uh, like I said it, it just changes the tempo for RDA drastically drastically and like I said mm-hmm. Leon knew it Leon knew it and took him full advantage of it and took it all the way to the five round decision and I agree with the decision yeah, yeah. oh yeah it right. wasn't it wasn't nothing that I was like oh well no no he, he imposed his will uh, he split the dude open. He made the guy. You could blatantly see him change in the fight when that cut happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you could see the the worry come in, the pressure build up, and him even pull pressure off himself and that he was applying. You know, I mean, you just you just seen it. And like I said, you know, hats off to Leon for doing his thing and going out there and executing to the team. Yep. Yep. I mean, fights like that is what sets him up for another fight. Oh yeah. You know oh, that's yeah. that those those are those are moments that you're like, damn, okay, that dude's coming around. He's starting to show out now.
0: <laughs> but um yeah, I mean I don't know who they're gonna put um, you know, who's gonna be next or whatever, but you know, it it was a good fight, man. The card was was really, really a good yeah, card. Solid. You know, so it was entertaining.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. Great card. And our, and,
0: our, and our local... Yeah.
1: Go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you saying about the logo?
0: Oh, no, I was saying that uh, our, our local guy, Ray Borg, he was also on that card. Oh, and, that's what's uh, up. And, and Juan. Um, by his, and he's... uh he's about his story right now. Him and his... Uh, Went through with his son.
1: um, I think you're breaking up on me there,
0: Bubba. Or, or, oh, sorry. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Yep. You're back. You're back. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, the people need to go onto social media or on the web, on you know, just type Reboard, son. And uh-huh. you know, everything that he's uh was you know was going through, and this win, he needed this win, and yeah. it, it, it was it was just a very emotional uh, uh win for him, as you can tell, you know, at the end of uh when they were doing the in ring uh interview on him. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it, it was awesome to oh. see Ray win. Good. Um, Heck yeah, yeah, so. It was awesome. He fought uh, another, you know, dangerous dude in uh, Gabriel Silva, um, but uh, but yeah, man, it was awesome to see Ray win.
1: Congratulations, then, Ray. Congratulations. Yeah, I, lo- I love hearing that, dude. I love hearing positive stories of people that are that that need it and get it. You know, mm-hmm. especially in this business, because because when you get it, you earned it. Oh yeah. You know, and, and that, that's a beautiful thing to need that and earn it and just, I mean, now the sky's the limit for him because that, that's a huge boost of confidence right there, and especially mm-hmm. with, with the situation you're talking about with his son. That's that's motivation beyond motivation, you know. So, yeah, absolutely, yep. man. Now, uh, we got UFC 240 this weekend, correct? Yes, sir. Now, who's, who's the headline for that one? I know Edgar's fighting. Uh... Max Holloway. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, I, I want to hear yours before I say mine. I, I think Edgar's gonna win. Wow! I did not think. I did not think. He, <laughs> I did. That's why I
1: said I was gonna wait to say mine. Damn you, Berno!
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right keep going. Keep going. I, I'll throw my insights still Anyways, just like i i I'm. I'm just gonna say that he's ju- he's going to win by decision, just because of the type of fighter that he is. Yep. You know he he uh-huh. he can put people out, um, but he's just a little scrappy guy that likes to brawl, and I'm just I'm gonna pick him to to win. So, that's my uh-huh. my little take on that. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> No, no, absolutely, dude. Uh, so I think uh, I'm going Edgar as well. But I'm going Edgar because Edgar's – I always like Frankie style. Frankie comes in to get it. Frankie comes in to get it. And, uh, yep. you know, Max, yep. ain't, Max ain't too shy about throwing either, you know?
0: No, no, he's so, not. He, and he likes to take the, the fighters to the ground
1: hmm And you in order what? to get in, in order to do that, he's gonna have to take that chance of getting inside. And so that's why I'm calling fourth round, fourth round. Yeah. I think I'm calling fourth round. Frankie's gonna stop him, and it's gonna be from damage he took at the end of the third, gonna carry over that he ain't recovered yet from the fourth to the fourth. That's that's All the right. way I'm saying it. And like I said, it's it's gonna be a lot to do with. Max trying to work his way inside to 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 take it to go for a shot, and in order to he's it's not just going to be him trying to get inside, but he's going to have to get inside with his hands or his striking. He's going to have to try to get inside with striking, and then somewhere in there between him and uh, I see Max will take taken to the ground a few times. Of course, I mean the dude's a professional. He's he's a he's damn good at it. Uh, but somewhere in there, he's going to start getting caught in those exchanges as he's getting a little more tired. You know, As he's getting a little more tired, that shot's going to start coming further and further, taking longer and longer to get to, and they're going to start getting caught up in exchanges, and that's where I see Frankie to catch him with a real good one at the end of the third, and Max is going to escape the third round but get taken out in the fourth round. That's my call. I thought that since I seen that fight come up, I said, man, I'm going with Edgar in the fourth. Me from too, the moment I seen it, From the moment I seen it, I said, man, Edgar's going to take him in the fourth. So if it happens, y'all will be like, oh, shit, Arlo called it. But if not, <laughs> hey, hey, it happens. I, if, it happened, if it didn't, hey, you know. Yeah. But it, way, I've
0: always liked Edgar, um, you know, for the longest time. I've always been a fan of his just because of the style that he fights. Yeah, absolutely. It's just it's just, it's just awesome he, he, to watch. He comes to get it. He yeah. comes to get it. And,
1: and, and you have got to love those kind of fighters. And they're they're never around that long. You know, they're not around the longest. Uh, and even and even if they are around the long that long, they're they're not in their prime that long. So mm-hmm. Frankie mm-hmm. even be back in these positions to be headlining stuff speaks volumes. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think this is his last great push at whatever he's pushing for uh, and and so that's why i think he's going to take it i think this is his last his last little run at something before it's back to mid card the prelims yeah the the before it's back to the mid card the gatekeeper of the of the division you know yeah. the stepping stone for the other you know, that had a, nothing against him man nothing against him it happens to everybody, but uh, you yeah. know everybody has that one last run in them, and I think this is it for them. Yeah, I think this is it. So I'm calling. It's gonna, Frankie it's gonna in the be form. a good.
0: It's gonna be a good. Uh, a good. I, I think it's the ones that I'm more interested in is the is the main and the you know the main event. I mean the co-main. Um, you know it's Chris Cyborg, but what else can she bring? Yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: it's it, it, cyborg cyborg's fighting so so quick just to try to rebuild her name yeah that she's just trying to throw back some 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 credibility to her name as fast as she can and which that could be bad mm-hmm. uh, i don't I, I don't know many of the women divisions not, no offense to ladies I, I know the ones i like you know i I like amanda i like holmes i like uh i like cyborg uh there's a few women boxers that i know as well you know i don't i don't know the whole stable Uh, but from a fighter's point of view with cyborg she got crushed by amanda (laughs) she did and you need to recover from that Mm -hmm. that wasn't a that wasn't i got knocked down i put my arm up i was getting hit didn't respond i was too busy trying to play defense she hit me a few times dazed me and the ref stopped it that wasn't one of those she folded went straight down to her face just flat flat out on her face when you get knocked out like that you have to heal you know that birdo Mm -hmm. because what happens is is you come back too quick and you get the roy jones syndrome and the problem is, is you're going to come back too quick like Jones did when he got knocked out by Tarver and then come back and got knocked out by Glenn Johnson. And after that, he can never take a punch. Roy Jones can never take a punch after those two knockouts. And uh, that's what uh, uh, the great Manny Stewart said. Manny Stewart said, when you come back too quick, he goes, you end up damaging the brain. And he goes, yeah. when, you damage, he goes when you damage that brain that bad, he goes, you'll never be able to take a punch again. And mm-hmm. so cyborg better watch it. If she comes out guns blazing, trying to knock this trying to knock this girl's block off and this girl's game just like her, she may be in for a long night and maybe start being on the big downhill slide of her career.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and cyborg, she does a hard cut, man. Yeah. You know,
1: it, you know, her last, the, know. The, the
0: yeah, the last week cut that she did was just horrible. But mm-hmm. she came back. But yep. it's just not it's not the same, man.
1: No, no. Not and the so same. so like I said, that, that's that's my take on the cyborg situation that I'm gonna have to watch a countdown and I'll post on the on the fight page which one I think is gonna win. Okay. You yeah, know you can find the embedded
0: and the countdown.
1: On on what? What can you find uh-huh. it on?
0: Where you can find the embedded and the and the countdown, at dot I can just go to the website. I just go to the website. To the save the website me, save me time. Uh, so my
1: my gut instinct would like to say, oh, cyborg by KO, like round two. Yeah. But after she got knocked out like that, I'm about to put my fight. I'll, I'll take it back. Who's she fighting? Uh,
0: is it Aspen Lad, Rudy?
1: No, the. Something Spencer. I don't know her first name. Okay, because nobody knows her name. <laughs> it possi- is possibly Spencer. I'm gonna go hey, on Spencer. a limb. Spencer.
0: I'm, okay. I'm. I'm Choose gonna go. Invicta.
1: I'm okay. So this girl's got some fights underneath her. So yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on a limb, and I'm gonna say second round stoppage by Spencer.
0: Okay, because I think she's uh, she's undefeated right now in the USC. I think she's five and zero. Based
1: like on based on the fact that she, uh, based just on the fact of what I said about Cyborg and that getting starched the way she did against Amanda just a sh- few short months ago. So yeah, I'm just I'm I'm going with that. I'm gonna go with Spencer.
0: I I just want to see the weigh-ins. I want to see how she looks, Cyborg. Mm-hmm. I want to see how she looks. And if she looks the way she's been looking at all her weight cuts, then I'm going to go for uh, Spencer. Felicia Spencer. Huh? Felicia, Felicia Spencer. Spencer. She Felicia way, Spencer. Champ. Yeah, she was a champ for uh, Victor.
1: There, there, there's not going to be no buy Felicia that night. <laughs> <laughs> no buy Felicia that night. I'm, go, I'm going Spencer, second round stoppage. You you heard it here, oh. saying it loud, saying it proud. Rudy just eating, burping in our ears. Just... Hey,
0: I'm hungry. <laughs> That's
1: funny. <laughs> I can tell he just look like Cookie Monster. Oh shit! But uh, well, man, uh, that sucks. We didn't get to have your boy on the show tonight.
0: I know, man. We'll we'll get him back on the show. We'll we'll yeah. uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure something um, out for him. Yeah, because we're already booked until next month. Uh, August is already fully booked, um, so we're gonna have to try to get him on in uh, September. So, sure. um, yeah. So, but uh, other than that, man, um, I think That'd we pretty bad. much touched uh, all our yeah, our, our bases. And uh, next uh, week. Who do we have? I forgot who we have next week. What's um, next week The first?
1: Yeah, uh, that'd be my boy Fredo. Oh, that's right. We have your boy. Yeah, my boy Barry. Fredo is fighting in the uh, XFN uh, August eighth XFN match uh, uh, XFN eight man kickboxing tournament. Right, that's right. So, so we'll have
0: we'll have your print on there,
1: and and I won't be here on the eighth because I'll be covering that event.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I have uh, i have a co-host um, probably David because uh, me and him know Cynthia um, since she started fighting in uh, King of the Cage, um, so uh, it, it's good. We'll, we'll get her on the show too uh, on the eighth. Thank you, yeah, man.
1: Thank you.
0: Yeah. Right on, brother. I just want to say thank you to everyone out there that uh, was watching. Really appreciate the support um you can head out to the website and find us um under the podcast tab We're the very first one you click on there you can see where we are located as far as all of the podcasts uh, that's out there um find us on youtube go ahead and subscribe uh, make sure to head out to our website so you can uh, catch up on all the news it's uh we post at least 15 16 17 articles a day um, so, it's pretty pretty busy website, man. And thanks to everybody on the team at FightBook MMA, Rudy, for always being a badass producer, <laughs> and Arlo, always thank you for uh, you know making this happen as well and bringing sitting ringside, brother. Um, with that being said, Arlo, go ahead and close out the show, brother.
1: Like we always do about this time, baby. All right, don't forget when y'all want the best seat in the house, it's want one place to be. Sitting ringside with Arlo Roberto. Till next week, we out. Peace.